Hi, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast, the space where we talk about topics related to intimacy, relationships, desire, and of course, pleasure. I'm your host, Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator, therapist, and a lifelong student of the body-mind-spirit connection. You can find out more about me and my programs and services on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. Now, on to today's show. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. My name is Ailsa Kepi from Pleasure for Health, and I'm joined today by Declan. And we're going to talk about, we're going to attempt to talk about um, a pretty interesting topic, uh, equality. And equality as far as it relates to human beings. We're going to keep it on that level for today. But I I just wanted to start by kind of posing some questions that we might ponder together. One of which is, you know, many people over the years and the centuries have tried to envision or create even some kind of utopian society that, that honors all people. And, you know, so far, we really haven't managed to create any kind of... um, culture or society that that has this type of equality on any scalable version and so you know is this just the competitive um, nature human nature are we just um, unable to actually overcome our dark side and and uh, honor all human beings you know what is it that keeps us in this place of um, you know, one-upmanship, perhaps, or patriarchy, where, you know, certain parts, uh, certain segments of society are just overcoming others. You know, there's been these been these trials of putting people in a situation where you give power to certain people, and, and you know, we're generally unable to uh, integrate or cope with uh, being given this type of power without abusing it and putting other people down. So, you know, when we talk about equality, quite often we uh, simplify it and say, oh, well, if women were paid the same or if, you know, genderqueer people were had their own bathrooms or, you know, all of these things will create this society where there's equality. But I'm really not sure that's the case. So I'm going to just open it up for a bit of a discussion now as to maybe what is what is this utopian vision of equality that we are somehow uh, trying to aim towards? And is it even possible? I think it's a little difficult. For me, it's difficult to, the word equality is difficult because it's like, it creates this, well, everybody's the same. Well, everybody's not the same. So that's already there creating an inequality, right? Because we're not, you know, we all need to be uh, nurtured in, in in a different manner to, to make us flourish and thrive and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, the classic yin-yang symbol, I mean, they're equal, those two sides, they're equal, but, you know, they're definitely not the same. They're complementary, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, sameness and equality are definitely not, um, you know, we're not going maybe the the you know communist communist type of view was you know they everyone's the same everyone's equal um you know but i'm not sure that that 
created any any better uh, way. And there was all, you know, underlying that was a sense of people with power. And I think this does come back to a sense of power, actually. And we talk a lot today about empowerment and how do we empower ourselves. And I think that one of the ways that that we haven't quite come to terms with in order to have self-esteem and, and empowerment, I think that we really need to have dealt, done our shadow work, as we say, or looked at those parts of ourselves that have the capability for enjoying putting other people down or, um, you know, uh, that ability for evil, if you will, in ourselves, and have integrated that. Because if we're not coming from a place of integration, there's a sense that we've lost our ground. We can't hold that. And I think that the abuse of power, you know, potentially comes from this feeling of weakness, this shakiness in the, in our underlying integrity. Um, so, you know, how, what do you, how do you see that? Yeah, the whole, the whole communist thing is like, yeah, well, there's still the ruling class, you know, the ruling class definitely doesn't or it seems like they don't see themselves as equal to the, to the commoners or to the, the working class, you know, so it sounds good on, or it looks good on paper, this whole idea of, oh, let's treat everyone the same and everyone can make the same amount of money uh, for, for whatever tasks they're doing and all that. And it just, yeah, it's just, it doesn't seem to work. I, I feel like we all need to be treated as individuals and that would create, that could potentially create, or at least in my view, it, it seems like it would create uh, a more harmonious way of interacting, but it's not equal because, you know, one person, you know, likes to, likes to a little bit rough and one person likes to be talked to really gently and one person likes to be yelled at. And, you know, so it's like we all need need to have all these different nuances well yeah i mean i think understanding that we're all different and and, and honoring each other in that to me you know uh was speaking to that that place of really honoring all those different aspects of our own self like not lying to ourself about things and so what i've noticed personally is that if i have a part of myself that i don't want to acknowledge let's say the mean girl side of myself um you know if i don't acknowledge that and i want to say oh that doesn't exist i'm a nice person i wouldn't do that 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 mean side comes out subconsciously in my relationships and so it becomes this um you know this inequal like then i'm not treating other people uh nicely actually because my part of myself that i haven't integrated i'm you know projecting onto everyone around me and so this leads to this type of, you know, um, comp competition or, or, you know, power over type of thing rather than feeling, uh, you know, really embodied in my own power. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's definitely difficult. In my experience in construction, it's like, you know, there's various trades you know all these different trades and and uh in in recent years a lot more um women have been getting into the trades and uh you know take a welder for instance like some 
people with small frames, they're incredible. Uh, that I, I don't think it matters what size you are to, to be a good welder, you know, but it, it generally speaking, a smaller person is, is not as strong as a bigger person. And, and there's a lot of things, you know, you got to drag your, your, your hundred pound welding cables up and down over the scaffolding and through the hole and through the mud and blah, blah, blah. And some people aren't, um, you know, built to do that kind of work. So should they get equal pay? Well, well, they're a really good welder, but they need, you know, another someone else or assistance to get the equipment all set up to the place where the welding needs to happen. And, and you know, they can't do that alone. Whereas, uh, another individual, maybe they can get the stuff there, but they're not a good welder. So, I mean, it's, it's a, like it's a teamwork kind of a thing. So it's, it's interesting. So yeah, should that person get paid the same as, as the other person? Well, yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. You know? Yeah, the idea of, you know, what do we bring? So here's here's how I see that. And I think, you know, this would give an opening to at least consider everyone in our society as equal. If we bring, we all have an equal chance, let's say, assuming we have free will, we have an equal chance to really... Um, take responsibility for who we are and what we bring to our relationships, to our families, to ourself. We all have an, an equal possibility to embody ourselves, to be a, to do the work, to know ourselves, and to bring our, have an aim in life to, ha, uh, you know, to the betterment of our society. We all theoretically have an equal chance to do that. How we do that could be different. So, you know, the one person who's a small frame, you know, might bring her, his or her or their um, gifts in this particular way, and this other person might do it in a different way, whether they're doing more or less physical work, or whether they produce more written pages, or they, you know, the production of things doesn't matter as much as bringing their full self to the, to the society as a whole, you know, I think we all have an equal possibility for that, at least theoretically, if we're keeping this on the, on that level. So, you know, if we, if we come from that place, then, you know, the equal pay or whatever could be, you know, on how much does somebody really take responsibility for being who they are and bringing their gifts, you know, would that be a way to, to, to be equal? Because I've heard a lot of uh, friends of mine who have, you know, handicapped children or, um, you know, uh, different different disabilities. And, um, you know, quite often they say that's, you know, that those those people are bringing their real self. And in that sense, they're actually offering more than many other people out there that just show up without uh, a, a thought for anyone else or really embodying themselves. And so, you know, even though they're not maybe contributing um, man hours or work hours or anything, they're contributing themselves. And what does that really do to for us as a society? Yeah, I, that's a very good point. And I feel that 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 it might be a major key for us, you know, as a society moving forward is that, yeah, just show up, show up as your authentic self. And, and, and maybe the equalness is in, you know, how we, how we treat others, right? You know, let's, let's treat everyone the same, which is, 
know, difficult. Because, you know, you're going to treat your, your family and close ones differently than you would treat, you know, other people potentially. But it's, it's very, you know, it's kind of arbitrary in a way, or it's very vague and it's not so easy to describe. But, yeah, if we were to able to just, you know, tr treat each other, the, the public at large, even people you don't know, you know, with with the same sort of kindness and compassion that you would treat, you know, someone very dear to you, then that's that could be a good thing to get more people onto, you know. Yeah, and I think, you know, in this type of respecting, you know, what we're capable of in both good and and bad, <laughs> you know, if we really respect ourselves and know what we're capable of and know our uh, tendencies for, you know, um, power, uh, power over, if we're integrating that, you know, we have much more sense of um, respect for ourselves as well as respecting other people. And, you know, I feel like, that that's, you know, an important way of, of uh, bringing equality. I was listening to uh, a talk today by Jordan Peterson, and uh, he's a professor at the University of Toronto, as far as I know. But he was, you know, saying, and, and many people have said this, to imagine that something like the Holocaust was, you know, we are, we that is us as well. We can't just stand apart and say we're better than those people that maybe were the guards at the camps or whatever. Like, we need to um, take on the fact that we are all human beings and that we have that capability and that we also have the capability for being the victims. And we also have the capability, you know, as, as putting ourselves, in, you know, as human beings. Because even that righteousness of saying, well, I would never do that, is already creating that inequality, you know, amongst ourselves, even, you know, we might not think of it like that, but saying, oh, I would never do that. I wouldn't act in that way. I wouldn't, I could never do that to, to my fellow human beings. Well, I think we need to rethink that. I think we need to actually take on that it's possible. And if we take on that it's possible and we own that, we will have more control over our own selves than if we deny it. And I think we'll, we'll help each other to not have to project all of these unacknowledged shadow sides out into the world as we maybe are seeing today. Yeah, that's an interesting point. And as we just, as we discussed on other weeks that, you know, our interactions, uh, you know, our sensual and romantic interactions with other people, um, oftentimes it's really good. Most times, you could argue that it's every time that it's better to start with cultivating those kind of things within yourself. So I think that that also applies here in this uh, subject matter is that, yeah, the the cultivation, if it's within, is what you're talking about, working on the shadow. And, you know, I think a lot of people in these circles knows know what that means. But it's, if you, some people, is like, it's a bit vague. Oh, shadow, what does that mean? Oh, that's just my mean side or whatever that whatever that means. But I think it's it's much deeper than that. It's, And I think that it is possible, you know, to work on those things within yourself and realize that, you know, that's just as much a part of me as as the other part, and I think that that's a good,
place to uh, put some attention and some focus is like, oh yeah, to work on myself and see what makes me tick before I can be capable of interacting with others harmoniously. Yeah, and I, I and some of you may be wondering, as a pleasure for health podcast, why are we getting so deeply into things like equality? I think what's important to remember is that pleasure in and of itself is not a good or bad thing. It's something that you can enjoy. If it becomes your only goal in life, uh, pleasure seeking, just for the sake of pleasure seeking and not for the sake of self-understanding, I feel that you are losing a lot, um, a lot of opportunity to integrate all these parts of ourselves. If we take pleasure as a way to honor ourselves and other people, to enjoy that transcendent experience, you know, in a group or with a partner or with ourselves, that it be it can become this uh, vehicle of of self understanding and consciousness that is needed in the world today. But you know, again, it's. Uh, I see a lot of, um, you know, sexuality uh, education about just about finding pleasure, but not understanding that this is a transformative possibility of us to realize the totality of what we are as human beings, both, you know, dark side and, and light, joyful side, um, you know, and looking at, uh, you know, what comes up for us when we are with a partner or with a group of people and are we actually able to um, bring our full selves and acknowledge other people's selves uh, in this way yes recognizing you know one thing that comes to me right now is like yeah recognize yourself in the other you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, you know, kind of we're sort of dancing around all the, the ways that we can work towards equality. And I, again, it's a huge topic that we haven't really achieved, uh, you know, in the history of humankind. So probably not going to solve it in this 20 minute podcast. But, you know, it's something that is worth thinking about and imagining uh, working on. And, you know, there's many ways to um, to even begin this journey of understanding yourself um, within the context of, you know, power dynamics in a relationship, which is, you know, maybe more along the lines of what we usually talk about. And, you know, uh, taking a, a, a sexual relationship or a sexual encounter and noticing, well, who's on top or who's, you know, you know, having the power in this moment or that moment or who's in the control. And what do you feel when you when you're in that position or in that role, what's it like to surrender? What's it like to uh, have power over? Um, it can be a huge playground of uh, self-awareness, which, you know, maybe that doesn't sound super sexy to a lot of you, but uh, for those of us that are intellectually minded, that's super erotic. So uh, <laughs> we'll leave it there that it's uh, an interesting topic to continue did you have any last words of wisdom there? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to uh, discussing some more juicy and interesting and enlightening topics with you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Pleasure for Health podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, 
Please share it with your friends and loved ones. Let's discover and celebrate more pleasure together. Again, my name is Ailsa Kepi, and you can find out more or contact me on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. I look forward to sharing another episode with you again very soon. Wishing you a pleasure-filled day.